0: popcorn put on your comfiest pajamas and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello everyone and welcome back to our second episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hey guys. Um if you thought us wearing pajamas in the first podcast episode was just like a gimmick or like a a little fun thing for the first episode no. Every episode. Every episode's gonna be in our pajamas.
1: And we're gonna try and coordinate like we're both wearing blue sweaters. Yeah. Can't promise it'll yeah. always be coordinated, but but we're gonna here try. We
0: I think I think our little matching blue sweaters are cute today. Yeah, elbow. What's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Um. So, what are you drinking? Ooh, I am drinking orange juice. Delicious. What are you
1: drinking? Um,
0: I'm drinking a Truly that I opened up and then poured into a coffee mug.
1: You know, we're just very classy here on the Unfiltered Cheers. Podcast. Oh, some mm. clinking ASMR for you.
0: This is obviously only the second episode and the first one I wasn't drinking alcohol and in this one I am and it's probably good because we're gonna be talking about like our wildest stories um get
1: ready guys yeah
0: so we're gonna I mean we're gonna talk about just like our friendship and our dynamic but also like the crazy stories that we've yet to tell um on the internet and so alcohol I think is appropriate for me (laughs) like like, lubricant
1: (laughs) please never say that word again i can't say lubricant i i
0: can't there are lots of different types of lubricant. okay but when you say lubricant like you think of one thing like you think I mean, of I like, think of like a
1: car lubricant a conversational
0: lubricant if you went over to your parents house and your mom was like oh, oh hey eric can you grab that lube you wouldn't be like oh for the car okay like, i didn't say lube okay. with like a hard e i said lubricant, lubricant. Which just makes it sound like fancier. Yeah. Like it's more expensive. But it's... Like I
1: said, real
0: fancy here on this podcast. Yeah. anyways, <laughs> welcome to z written Filter. <laughs> um, so what is your unpopular opinion for the day? Ooh, I feel like I always have to start
1: off so people are always going to be more mad at me. Uh, this one I feel like I have to explain a little bit. Okay. So my unpopular opinion for mm-hmm. today is people who are up in arms about
0: straws. Which is funny because you are one of the most environmentally conscious people I know. Well,
1: thank you. I take that as a very big compliment. So I am, I call myself a flegan. So I eat like 80% vegan. Yeah. Like if I'm at home, we're 100% vegan. But if I'm out and the only option is the cheese quesadilla, I'm going to eat a cheese quesadilla. And
0: I'm like a 50% vegan. Yeah. Like I'm a, you're, I think you are more committed than me. Like I still buy like real butter. You buy like vegan butter.
1: Yeah, for sure um but also like I try and use reusable cups reusable bags all the things I'm talking about people who eat meat use plastic bags make no other efforts to be environmentally conscious but then change their Instagram bio to like stop using straws you're killing turtles 2019 like I just think
0: <laughs> like it's, it's, such- a, it's a great small st- I, I see what you're saying It it is a great small step But, like, and also, turtles are very marketable.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, the turtles, save the turtles. And, like, trust me, I want to save all the turtles. Yeah. Like, if I go to Starbucks, I like bring a reusable cup. If not, then I use a nitro lid. Yeah. But even, like, as someone who uses a nitro lid occasionally at Starbucks, or occasionally at Starbucks, I think that, like, that's still a shame crap ton of plastic <laughs> a like sh-
0: crap ton of plastic. like
1: that shouldn't be like the end all be all the,
0: the goal should be to use a reusable cup and, and that's be pa free if a straw is part of decreasing your plastic use I, I get that but it's the like death march against straws especially because a lot of people who are handicapped need mm-hmm. straws like yeah. not everyone can drink from a cup it's super so ableist it is it is very ableist What's your
1: unpopular opinion
0: My, today? my. I feel like we're getting more controversial with these. Okay, Ooh. so my unpopular opinion um, is that the idea that women need to be treated like princesses is a little problematic. Okay, so explain. Okay, so I feel like there's this whole idea of like, men need to like treat your lady like a princess, like she's your queen, which like, yeah, like, but women also then, and if we're talking about like heterosexual relationships, like not to be like super heteronormative, but if we're talking about like, a male-female relationship like the woman should also be treating her man equally well
1: I agree. like i mean i think that that's like a bigger feminist issue of i think <laughs> we're
0: getting so political on i this mean
1: episode. hang am unfiltered
0: Stras, ableism heteronormativity <laughs> i mean we're covering it all we are but I, I i do think that
1: goes back to feminist or feminism and people who are very quick to be like I'm a feminist. I think men and women should be, like, treated equally. But then, like, also, if the guy doesn't pay for my meal on the first date, like, he's a cheapskate. it's like, well,
0: did you initiate the date? That's another unpopular opinion. I don't think that it should always be, like, the guy or the girl that pays on the date. I think it should be whoever initiated the date. If, like, if yeah. I asked a guy out on the date, oh, I would pay. Yeah. But if he asked me on the date, I would expect him to pay because he invited me. Yeah. In the same way that if I texted you and said, I want to take you out to dinner... And then, like, the chat came, and I was, like, 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 that'd be, so.
1: yeah. Also, I think, like, the whole idea of treating your girlfriend or your wife like a princess, to me, insinuates that she's, like, gonna be, like, lounging around, being, like, effortless, and, like, maybe a little bratty, and, like, ungrateful. I think it's totally, I think it's good to spoil your partner. Like, yeah. Like, going both ways, but I do think that, like, Please and thank you are very important words. To
0: quote the best girl group of all time, the Cheetah Girls, I don't want to be like Cinderella, sitting in a dark, cold, dusty cellar, waiting for somebody to come and set set me me free. free. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) So that's my unpopular opinion. Um, I I think this is a really fun way to start the podcast because there are these like little snippets of things, and I've noticed now that we've like been recording the podcast all the time, something will happen, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna write that down. Like that's a good unpopular opinion.
1: (laughs) Oh, totally. Yeah, I think. I agree with you.
0: And you agree with me. I do. Which maybe they're not that all all that unpopular. Well, I mean, we'll see in the comments. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> anyways, do we want to hop into our topic for today?
0: Yeah, let's do it. So we're going to be talking about like our wildest stories. But I feel like to understand that. You have to understand who we our are. Our dynamic.
1: Yeah. So how about we describe each other?
0: Oh, okay. I like this.
1: Okay, so Sierra, aside from... I'm just gonna talk about who you are not Mm -hmm. like what you do Mm -hmm. or what you stand for the the adjectives I'd use to describe Sierra are a leader someone who's compassionate Mm -hmm. someone who's strong like I think I think we really complement each other I think that you you really hold your own in situations but I think you have compassion for everyone and everything
0: and so I think it's
1: like a perfect balance
0: Well, and if if I was going to describe you, I would use... You're, like, a brat, (laughs) The worst. No, like, you are genuinely the kindest person I've ever met. Like, I, like, not even just that you're a kind person. Like, Skylar is the kind of person that, like, if I texted her, like, and she was, like, oh, how are you doing? And I was, like, eh, I'm a little sick. She would, like, drive 45 minutes and bring me chicken noodles, vegan chicken noodle soup. Mm. Like, that's just the kind of person she is. That's very sweet. And not because you expect anything in return, just because that's who you are. So you're, like, the you're very, very kind. Um, you're very, very, like, in tune with your emotions and, like, very, very sensitive in the way yeah. that you care a lot about other people. And I think that's where we balance each other yeah. in that, like, if when we're together, if Skylar would never send her food back at a restaurant, even if it was literally on fire. Like she would be like, that's it's fine, true. I'm just going to eat it. And be like,
1: that's cool, what a neat feature. Yeah,
0: but then you wouldn't eat it and then – but you wouldn't want to inconvenience anyone. You wouldn't be like, hey, yeah. can we stop for more food? You would just be like, I can just be hungry. Whereas okay. me, I'm like, I will send your food back or I will stop and we can get something else for you. And that's where like the more brash side of me comes out where like yeah. I, I would never let someone walk all over me which can sometimes make me a little abrasive. And so I, I also think that – Like, who
1: we are in life aligns with, like, our goals in life. So we talk a lot about, like, our mission. Like, my mission in all of life is to, like, be kind and take care of people. Yeah. Like, it's not to, like, make the biggest career moves or change people's lives. It's, like the everyday little things of like I want to take care of my friends and I want to take care of my spouse and I like want to be kind and compassionate to like people at the store and
0: you know and you do and it's it's so sweet I remember one time we were we were filming um in San Diego and we walked by this girl and um Skylar goes I love your skirt you look so pretty and then the girl turns around and she was a fan of the channel And, like, you didn't say that because, like, you knew she was a fan of the channel. Yeah. But that, like, made her day times ten because not only did you compliment her outfit, but, like. But it was also
1: coming from. Someone who she,
0: like, watches. And, like, you are just the kind of person. And you've influenced me to be a kinder person. And that, like, I do that so much more. Like, all the time now I'll, like, pay for the person behind me in line or just, like ask like tell the employee at target like hey I really hope that you have a good rest of your shift like you've influenced that in me but see I think it goes both ways
1: because since I feel like your your mission at least right now is like to have a big impact and to be a leader and I feel like you're very career oriented right now because like your channel has such a great message behind it that deserves to be spread and so i think especially like being in this industry you need to be strong and you need to be a leader like even dealing with things like brand deals you know just different negotiations like you have to be able to hold your ground and so you really strive in that and i feel like you've taught me to stick (laughs) up for myself more and not be such a pushover which is but not I don't, saying much
0: because I still like, am a pushover. <laughs> no. It, you just care a lot. You care a lot. And what's interesting is so like Skylar and I are opposites and we balance each other. And um, her husband Kyle and me are really similar. They're like twins. We're literally. It's the, kind of weird. Yeah. And then Skylar and Steven are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And so it works because we're like a dynamic duo like within our quartet. Yeah. Because so you and I are obviously best friends. We're opposites. We balance each other out you and Kyle are opposites you balance each other out means mm-hmm. Stephen are opposites we balance but then also like I really understand Kyle mm-hmm. and you really understand Stephen totally. and so like Skylar will be explaining to me like an argument her and Kyle got in and I'm able to like explain Kyle's side a little bit more totally and then you do the same thing with Stephen I'll explain mm-hmm. an argument and you'll be like well I feel like he was probably thinking xyz and so yeah. it's just it's interesting how like Our our friendship dynamic is similar to our relationship dynamics. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Opposites really
0: do attract. I know. In friendship and in relationships.
1: (laughs) So do we want to talk a little bit about how we met?
0: Oh. Because I feel like that's kind of a fun story. Yeah. So Skylar and I are both theater kids. Like not really, we we don't do theater anymore, but like once a theater kid, always a theater kid. I mean, heck yeah. Yeah. And like, so we met when we, we were in middle school, Mm -hmm. I think. Was it seventh or eighth grade?
1: I think it was eighth grade
0: eighth grade we were in a production of wizard of oz together um i was dorothy skylar was the fortune teller our direct- i was about to
1: say you'll never guess who was the lead <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a random supporting character and
0: you'll never guess who was like the granola intuitive fortune teller i mean this one. very on brand our director told us we had great chemistry
1: i think that was like the start of something very special
0: it was it, and but the thing <laughs> is so if you've ever done theater together like your cast becomes really close, and then nine times out of ten, the show ends and you don't really talk anymore. Yeah. And so we were really, we were show best friends. We, like, after rehearsal, we get frozen yogurt. Like, we had sleepovers.
1: And also, I feel like we kind of prided ourselves on being, like, the mature ones in the cast. Yeah, because it was,
0: like, community theater. So most of the kids were, like, between the ages of, like, 8 and 14. So we were on, like, the high end.
1: And even, like, the people who were our age, I feel like we thought we were, like, not the bad girls but like we thought we were cool (laughs) and so that show ended we went to different schools we parted ways we were
0: Facebook friends but we didn't like hang out anymore
1: and then late sophomore year
0: yes we both went to charter schools Mm -hmm. but we didn't know that we both left high school and went to charter school and I was working at a theater company as like a, a assistant producer costume assistant kind of like doing everything person And since I didn't go to school during the day, I would go work at the theater during the day and then usually do my schoolwork in the evening. And um, the director of the theater company was like, hey, we're going to do a big costume clean out. Like it's going to be on a Tuesday, though. So if you know any other kids who aren't in like traditional school, like let them know if they want to come help, they can make like 50 bucks. And so there was like a big theater Facebook group for everyone who went and like did shows at that theater and I posted it and, um, I think you were gonna, you said that you would come, and, like, two other kids said they would, so there was, like, me, you, and these two other kids, and we were, like, you know, chatting, getting along, but, like, not, like, crazy, like, clicking or anything, and then we had to go wash, like, over a hundred costumes at the laundromat.
1: Like, gross costumes, like, gross, sweaty, like, prepubescent boys were wearing them. Yeah. Just
0: not a great time, and so we were gonna have to sit in this laundromat for, like, 2 to 3 hours just waiting for all these loads of laundry so he sent us together cuz he was like I don't want to make one of you guys go alone. Yeah. We talked about everything. Like
1: the meaning of life, how we both were like the same person but yet yeah, like complimentary I think I cried. I'm like, sure I <laughs> cried. Also I remember us like getting Taco Bell after. And of just course being like we this did. is the
0: perfect day. Like we just that I I we clicked so well. We became like the best of friends in that three hours and then we realized that we both had disneyland passes and that we both were in charter school so
1: literally the next day we went up to disneyland and did like 12 or 14 hours at disneyland together
0: i'm gonna see if you guys go to my instagram story or my twitter i'm gonna post a photo because that first day we have a photo of us we coordinated our outfits we said that we were gonna wear running shoes so that our feet would be comfortable (laughs) capri length yoga pants and tank tops and we and mickey ears and we did
1: (sighs) So extra. So extra. But yeah, I think literally
0: I would venture to say every single day after that we hung out. And that for multiple years. I wanna say that was in June. So it was like right before summer, anyways, going into junior year. Yeah. So it was like not only we were in charter school anyways, so like we could have hung out every day, but then we really didn't have school. Yeah. We hung I mean, it was sleepovers every day. Um, I, Even, you had a boyfriend around that time. Mm-hmm. And I seriously was like a third part of your relationship. Like, we, the three of us every single day. And I was the only one who had a car. Mm-hmm. So I would go, I would pick you up, I would pick him up. And we would just, and he had a Disney pass too. So we would go to Disneyland. We'd, yeah. We went, we had, do you remember your mom's Taco Bell coupons? <gasps> that was such oh a big gosh, part of our big friendship. shout out to Charity. Shout, so Skylar's mom is a teacher. And as, like, an incentive to the kids, Taco Bell gave them, like, hundreds of these little, like, combo meal free coupons that were supposed to be for, like, good grades. But they were expiring at the end of that summer in, like, September and she still had hundreds of them.
1: Oh, my gosh. I
0: forgot about
1: that. And we, I
0: mean, we were high school students so we had, like, no money. And we would go to Taco Bell.
1: For, like, every meal.
0: Now if I eat Taco Bell, I don't feel great. So I, like, don't eat Taco Bell. But, like, unless I'm, like, drinking or it's, like, you know, a, a fun little extra thing. How did we go to Taco Bell every day and not, like... And get, like, combo meals. And not, like, throw up every day. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like that a, teenage metabolism. I feel sick to my stomach now if I eat Taco Bell. And if I have, like, a little nachos back then. And we would do that and then, like, go party. Yeah. Like, how did we do that? It was It We're was We're such old ladies. I uh, that w- but so that was like our our summer like yeah. of our friendship me and you and my high school boyfriend.
1: I mean, we're talking about our wildest stories. Do we want to tell the, the skinny dipping story? Yeah. Okay.
0: Are you, Are you comfortable? I'm, with yeah, that? I'm comfortable okay. with that. Are you? Oh yeah. Okay. I think it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's hysterical. So we were not wild, but you know, we, we were normal teenagers. experimenting, you know, pushing boundaries, figuring things out.
1: And so, we decided that it would be really fun for the three of us On the last day of summer. To go skinny dipping together at Sierra's parents' house.
0: We were like, it's the last day of summer, like. Which, thinking back, is so
1: weird. So weird. Like, you guys were in a monogamous relationship. We were like, uncomfortable teenagers,
0: like, feeling weird in our bodies. Like, I do not know what compelled us to, like. Well, you know what I think it was, is like, I mean, we're not saying his name, so it doesn't matter, but he also was, like, really open about, like, his own body struggles. Yeah. And so, I think it wasn't like some like big like douchey guy being like hey, two naked girls. It was like no, we're all just gonna be like free and naked and you know whatever. So we we go skinny dipping, and the actual skinny dipping wasn't awkward.
1: Yeah, I think for you it was the least awkward. <laughs> That's true,
0: but it wasn't that bad. No, it was. Like we it were was like giggling and and whatever. So then we
1: go upstairs, <laughs> and keep in mind Sierra's so the only one that had a car at this point. Sierra turns on it was like south park or something I that love like south park yeah me and the boyfriend did not like south park but we're like whatever Sierra, like turn on south park she knocks out just asleep on
0: the couch just, like
1: fast asleep and then it's so awkward between me and him because we just saw each other but naked <laughs> but like he's in a relationship i like neither of us are interested in each other but like we don't know how to like talk about what just happened and like you're laying there and you're asleep and it's weird and like there's a show that neither
0: of us are interested on and then his curfew was 11 o'clock and it was like 11 15 and so his mom's texting him like where are you you know like, do i need to come pick you up you said sierra was gonna drive you home and fun fact sierra is
1: i don't want to say awful in the mornings <laughs> i'm You've a a lot better i it used but, to be bad
0: when i was in high school
1: But we were, like, for some reason so nervous to wake you up that he just kept making me feel bad about it. He was like, I'm going to be in such big trouble and this, that, and the other. And I was like, this this is, like, your relationship problem. Like, I don't know what I can do in this situation. So, needless to say, very uncomfortable, but very funny to look back on. I do not know what compelled us to do that.
0: How soon – no, we – He and I dated for, like, another six months after that. I was thinking that was at the end of our relationship, but it wasn't. No. Did you guys ever, like, talk about that? No. I don't think so. We just all pretended, like, it didn't happen.
1: But I feel like the three of us would kind of go on, like, not dates. We kind of went on dates. But, like, we'd be like, okay, guys. The three of us are going to go on, like, a romantic scavenger hunt. What do we want to do
0: today? Like, the three, we're going to go to Julian and go apple picking. Like, the three of us. Yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know. It was all kind of weird, but. But, so then, obviously, like, that relationship didn't pan out. Sweetest guy. Great guy. Just didn't work out. Um, but it was. Then we had a single face. We had a single face together.
1: We were a little crazy. At least a little boy crazy.
0: But now, knowing that we both ended up getting married young, I actually am glad that we had that phase. Oh, 100%. Because I feel like I sowed my wild oats. Like, oh, I... They've been sowed. They've been <laughs> sowed. <laughs> we... One of my favorite stories is... So, we used... We were so thirsty. Now that I, I'm just hearing the story back and I'm like, oh my gosh, we were just such thirsty little teenagers. We... We had Disney passes, so we would drive up mm-hmm. to Disneyland and... um. It was, like,
1: our mission to find what we would call Disneyland boyfriends. Where we would hang out with them. So we would, well, first of all, we would go to Disneyland. mm -hmm. We would dress real
0: cute. Mm -hmm. And then
1: we would just kind of, like, pan around looking for, like, two guys. One my
0: type, one your type.
1: And then we would approach them and then hang out with them.
0: And our types were and still are very different. Yeah. So it was easy because it was never, like, oh you want to be with that like you want to hang out with that one like I want to hang out with that one it was very clear if we found like a duo like who was gonna be with which one totally (laughs) and so I remember this so this so clearly so because I think I was gonna tell the same story you were we were walking back from Tower of Terror Mm -hmm. we had just gotten off Tower of Terror so we walked by these two guys like my type her type very very clear we kind of make eye contact but we pass each other and then Skylar's like oh my gosh we should have said something like, they were, like, like perfect. And so I turn around, and they're, like – and this is, again, with our personality types. They're, like, 20 feet away from us. And I just go, you're cute. And then oh they turn around, gosh. and they're, like, he, the, the curly-haired guy looks at you, and he goes, your friend's cute, too. And then I make eye contact with the other guy. And then I thought that was going to be it. So we just kind of, like, walked. But then they circled back, and they came back to us. And they were, like, you guys want to go on Tower of Terror? and we were like okay so we hung out that whole day
1: i can't believe how bold we used to be I that know. is so
0: crazy just to yell out at someone you're, you're cute, cute and then hang out with them
1: yeah like who, who were are we, we?
0: <laughs> like i would never do that so we hung out with these guys all day um and all night because we we met them at like eight o'clock and the park closed at like 11 so we yeah. we're only with them for a few hours And then we left and we exchanged numbers. And I actually wasn't really into the guy. You were actually kind of into your guy. Mm -hmm. Like I was just like, oh, he was like cute, whatever. You actually, I think you guys actually had chemistry. I don't think me and the other guy had chemistry.
1: I also fall a lot faster than you
0: do. That's true. I feel
1: like you take like a couple dates. I can meet someone and be like, cool, let's get
0: married. (laughs) So I didn't exchange numbers with the other guy. I was just kind of like, bye, see you never. Skylar and the other guy exchanged numbers and they were texting on the car ride home and she goes oh my gosh you know how he goes to UC santa barbara well and this was right before halloween like a week before she goes he just invited us to come up for halloween and we were like should we go like oh my gosh a college party like what like we're gonna go up to santa barbara and so we came up with this elaborate plan where and my parents know about this because as you'll find out later in the story we did get caught um my
1: parents don't so shut up and, and eric, eric. <laughs> So, so basically we got up to Santa Barbara. Yep. It happened. Um and was it the first night or the second night where the <laughs> incident happened? <laughs> it was the second.
0: Okay. So first of all, so we go up the first night, we create this elaborate lie to our parents. We drive up, we drive back before they even like they they thought we were at your dad's house, which was like an yeah. hour away. So they w- wouldn't have any way of like checking. Yeah. We got away with it. We should have well, just been happy. Okay. That we got away with it. And I was like, I think I brought it up. I was like, what if we went
1: back yeah you brought it up because you hadn't been drinking
0: <laughs> so you, hadn't, you hadn't felt the negative fruits of your labor and, and Skylar's like you were a little hesitant you were like But then you were like, wait, should we? And I was like, we totally could. Like, we didn't get caught. The fact – I forget about this when I tell this story. The fact that we got away with it and then we had to go again and then we got caught. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So, we go again. Mm -hmm. Drive up four freaking hours to Santa Barbara in my little Ford Focus. We get up there and we're trying to find parking we can't find parking. So, I'm, like, at a stoplight and I pull up my phone to try to, like, find some sort of, like, parking plaza near there. And also p- the first night we didn't even find the Disneyland boyfriends that we came oh, up to yeah. find. So we I just met up was- with random guys. So I think that's also part of how you convince me. I was like, we you can meet like, up with them Yeah, actually this time. So a cop pulls up next to me because, of course, it's Hall Weekend in Santa Barbara. So there's cops everywhere. And they pull me over. They're like, oh like, are you on your phone? They breathalyze me, which, of course, I wasn't drinking. So I passed. And then they were just kind of looking at me. And they were like, well, you were still on your phone. So we're going to give you a ticket. I start bawling. Like, I'm in, like, my slutty cat costume, like, just sobbing, like, uncontrollably. It was a sight to see. <laughs> I wish I had a photo of that. Maybe I don't. Um, But I, Skylar and I are pulled over on the side of the road. I'm crying. She's trying to console me. And she's like, do you want to drive back? And I was like, well, no, but, like, my mom's going to find out because they're going to send the ticket to my parents' house. Like, I'm going to get in trouble and I'm not going to be able to have fun tonight because I know my mom's going to find out and she's going to be so mad and disappointed and I decided and which was so stupid I was like I'm gonna call my mom and tell her first of all this is just a good ex. we because we weren't that bad like we weren't like bad girls we weren't off like doing drugs and like you know like having sex like we weren't doing I mean having sex isn't bad but we were young you know we weren't doing that stuff we were just pushing boundaries and it and we were we were bad to a point but then like I cried and called my mom So I called my mom I'm like, mom. Skylar and I aren't at her dad's house we're up in Santa Barbara and I got a ticket for being on my phone and you're gonna find out and I just don't want you to be disappointed in me and I'm so sorry and she was like you know typical mom stuff I'm disappointed in you you know you shouldn't have done this we trusted you you have a car and you know we thought we could trust you with that she's like but it's too late now for you guys to drive back and we were we were staying with girls that we knew. And so they were like, just stay with the girls that you know, and you will have consequences tomorrow. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So we had another night in Santa Barbara. Also,
1: we showed up at the party, and the guy that I had been talking to was in, like, a full-body Gumby (laughs) suit and, like, refused to take it off. So still to this day, we don't know if it was him. Also, we didn't talk about Chuck. (gasps) Chuck! Chuck! Throughout this whole thing. We see a guy, so it's like one of the craziest party towns in the United States, especially on Halloween. Um, So there are just people like roaming the streets. We have our windows down. We're We're waving at people. You know, it's a whole thing. Um, And we see this guy in like a doctor's costume. He was pretty cute. He was pretty cute. He approached our car and was like, hey, I lost my friends. I'm from San Diego. Can I like hop in your car and like drive with you to wherever? I don't even yeah. really remember what he said. Well, we're we like, were oh going, my gosh, you're yeah. from San Diego too? Like, of course, hop in. Which like Stranger Danger. Don't, don't let do strangers
0: that. dress as doctors in your car, even if they're kind of cute. Like, don't especially if they're named Chuck. Yeah. Um We took a selfie with him. Yes. It was like me and you in our cat costumes, and then Chuck in the back. Yes. Which I wanna find. I can't find that photo. I wanna find it anyways he asked if we could drive him back to San Diego because he was like stranded we said yes and then we never found him so it was like a
1: running joke for forever like what happened to Chuck like we would see a guy at Disneyland who like kind of looked like him and be like it's Chuck (gasps) he made it we never make
0: jokes about Chuck anymore and remember every song we used to sing we would just substitute Chuck in it do you remember that like we'd be singing like I just can't wait to be king but we'd make it like I just can't wait to be Chuck oh yeah Big Chuck fan. Big Chuck fan. <laughs> so that's the Santa Barbara. I mean, the, the funny thing is, like, I feel like we were kind of bad in some ways, but also very tame in other ways. Like, we drove up to Santa Barbara. Obviously, that's wild. But, like, I I didn't drink. Like, we weren't doing anything particularly dangerous other than letting chuck in our car anyways so, i did get grounded so my parents
1: never found out yeah. until now so. actually my
0: parents told you to tell your parents on your own
1: they were they said it's my decision yeah they were like you know what skylar we recommend you tell your parents but like we're not gonna tell them that's up to you
0: and so we like walked into the other room and we're like cool i'm not telling them we I ver- won <laughs> i remember we walked into the other room and we looked at each other because we had been so nervous that whole drive home I think I was grounded for, like, a week, and that's it. Like, it wasn't even bad. Yeah. We walked in the room, we looked at each other, we're like, cool. Solid. Like, we – it was kind of worth it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I, I – you know, I think a lot of people look at us getting married young, especially me because I'm religious, and, like, I think a lot of people look and at me and think, you know, oh, you know, she only got married young because, like, she's religious, and she had to, and she had no experiences, and – no, like, oh, I had some experiences. Yeah, like, I mean – I've dated more people than Kyle
1: has. Yeah, and Kyle's older than me. Yeah. you know, like I, I've and I think the same for you and Steven. Yeah. Like I've sowed my wild oats. Yeah, I've I got all my partying out of my system, and we can still party.
0: Yeah, just with the, the, four, the four of, of us. us. And and I think there is something to be said for like, I I think maturity is less about age mm-hmm. and more about like where you are in life. Mm-hmm. Like I met Steven when I was eighteen, but I was ready to settle down. <laughs> like. Yeah. We had done all the things, you know? And so let's circle back. So, after post Santa Barbara, post Disneyland Boys, how long was that period of our craziness? It was pretty short.
1: Yeah. It's all a blur. I feel like it went by really fast. And then you started dating Steven. Yes. Can I talk about the first time I met Steven? Please do. Okay, so Sierra had hyped up Steven. Like, he was, like, the greatest guy in the whole wide world. Keep in mind, I had been very close to her Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend. And so, the first time I met Steven... Also, he used to go by Stevo. Oh, yeah. He went by Stevo. Exclusively. Like, you could not call him Steven, not Steve. Steve Stevo. Which already was, like, not a red flag, but, like... A pink flag.
0: You know, <laughs> just like, okay, that's a little funny. So Steven invited Steven and I met in December of twenty thirteen. And then he invited me on New Year's. So this was very, very new, like a week after we went on our first date to go to a New Year's party with him at his friend's house. I didn't know anyone. I barely knew Steven. So I was like, hey, you know, I I, I really want to hang out with you on New Year's. And he was doing the whole like, I want you to be my New Year's kiss. Like blah, blah, blah. let's start off the year together. And I was like, okay. But, like, I don't know anyone. Can I bring my friend? And he was like, yes, of course. Um, so, Skylar came with me. So, I show up to his parents' house. Mm-hmm. And, first of all, at the time, he drove
1: a red Mustang. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a lot. And then, I, like, got in his car. And Steven is, like, very shy at first. Mm-hmm. Especially back then. I think but
0: he, I think he didn't come off as shy. Because he drove the Mustang and he had, like, swoopy hair.
1: And- so, he just came off as, like a loose yeah a little standoffish
0: yeah and he was blasting edm music which he's still that's not even like a phase like steven still if he's cleaning the house he'll put on music that's like like that's still steven to the Mm -hmm. set and he had like a little pac-man air freshener
1: and it was a lot and so we like drove to his friend's house to pick up his friend and i remember i just kept making eyes at you because you had described him as like this like poetic shy boy and i just was like in a car with a guy named Stevo
0: blasting edm who like didn't ask me any questions he used to quote disney to me i remember he like this was before after our first date but before um new year's he we we're talking about disney because we met at disneyland and he was like i just feel like i'm aladdin and you're my diamond in the rough like he was like very like i don't know like sweet, yeah
1: like of cute. course
0: um but yeah
1: so i did not have the best first impression of him and which is so funny because he's literally like one of my best friends now and yeah. i love him so much and also i feel like we're the same person yeah. so like that's kind of a critique <laughs> on myself but it was so funny just I feel like that's how new relationships are, is you see someone and you're like, oh, they're this tortured soul. We connect on so many levels. We're soulmates. And then your friend meets them and they're like, uh, their name's Stevo and they're blasting <laughs> EDM
0: and they haven't said a word to me. So where is this tortured artist? And then obviously, you know, Skylar and Steven became close. Oh my gosh. Over. So fast. But, was- um, I went, so... When I met Kyle, I, like, adored Kyle. But going back a little bit, the relationships before Kyle, I was really critical of. And honestly, looking back on it, I'm like... For good reason. No, but I look back on it, I'm like, maybe I was... I I supported you. I never told you, this guy isn't right, break up with this guy. But you would be like, what do you think of this guy? Like, he's so awesome. I love him so much. Like, we're going to be together forever. And I was like, I think, you know, maybe keep your options open. Like, I I just wasn't, like... And and I do feel a little bit bad about it now. Like, I do think I should have been a more supportive friend. But I – it came from a good place in that I had such high expectations for you. But then you met
1: Kyle, and I remember you literally – you told Steven, not me, but now I've heard it many a times, that you thought Kyle could be too good for me. (laughs) Like, which is, like, the biggest 180 of someone – like, imagine having a best friend who's, like, not hypercritical, but critical of, like – all of my boyfriends up until that point. And
0: then you were then, so nervous to introduce him to me. You kept saying like, okay, like we're going to come down and hang out. Like, I really hope you like him. Like, and you kept like trying to be like, if he's a little shy, I'm sorry. Or like, if he's a little this, I'm sorry. I adored Kyle from the moment I met him. I was like, this is the guy for you. Like, you guys are going to get married. Like, he was so like good for you. You guys balanced each other. He had a career. That's the thing. You liked the tortured artist. That is true. And I knew that you were destined for big things Mm -hmm. and not just living the white picket fence life in San Diego and never seeing the world. Like, I knew that you had so much more to look forward for you Mm -hmm. and I had such high expectations for you that it wasn't that I didn't like the guys that you met. They were all such sweet guys. It was that I I knew there was something better. And I was right. And it was Kyle.
1: You were right.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's nice because now –
1: I feel like for a lot of people, or at least I feel like the perception of it is, like, you get married, you have a family, and, like, that's it. Like, you have to, like, be wild and crazy, and then you just settle down and you're done. I feel like
0: the four of us have done quite a bit of partying. (laughs) Yeah. We've had quite a few adventures. And even outside of, like, drinking and whatever and, like, going out, like, we just have fun together like we're so silly we're so ridiculous we we just have the best like some of my favorite nights of all time are just the four of us hanging out at my house like that's it like just you know playing like fibbage on the tv and like I remember one time like the boy the boys were on one of their like little movie dates and we decorated the whole house we went to the dollar tree and we got a bunch there's a vlog of it we went to the dollar tree and we d- decorated the house, like, a themed party. It was, like, a, like, luau thing. We themed.
1: did multiple themed parties for the boys. That was, yeah, like, did. a thing for a hot minute. Maybe we should bring that back. I think we should.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, like, we just have, we, we have, I think you and I had our wild time together. And I like that we still have a little bit of that, like, spontaneity and craziness. Maybe the four of us aren't driving up to Santa Barbara. But, like, we've taken spontaneous trips to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I remember one time after Pokemon Go Community Day. Oh, my gosh. We were driving home. And we were, like, it was, like, 2 o'clock, and we we're, like, what if we all went to Disneyland? Like, are our, our passes good? And we went and checked, and they were good. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then we were, like, what if we got a hotel room so we could, like, drink and
1: hang out and do the whole thing? I so booked we, it on my phone, like, right mm-hmm. there. I booked a hotel. And we just drove up. Like, no pajamas, no nothing. We, we stopped just, at Target and bought toothbrushes. Yeah.
0: That was it. Like, we just – and. and <laughs> Like, I mean, that trip was like a whole trip in itself. But I, I think the idea that we still do things like that, but now with our partners is so fun. And mm-hmm. I hope that we continue to do that. Like, I hope that we're like 80 and we're like, we should go down to bingo. We weren't planning on going to bingo, but let's do it. Like, I want that to continue forever. Gotta when we keep have,
1: our relationship spicy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, when we have kids together, I hope that we take like spontaneous trips to like, the animal park and like just go and do it and have fun and like I just I hope we continue that you know we will I hope so I have faith I think so too (laughs) well do you want to transition into the advice
1: portion of our podcast
0: let's look at that segue queen okay so um let's see which one do I want to do first oh this is a good one I'm excited
1: I haven't heard any of them
0: Hi, Sierra and Skylar. First, I want to
1: say I love your channel, Sierra. It really makes my day, and I look forward to videos so much. Okay, my question is just how to deal with feeling behind or less than your peers in your career, school, with boys, just everything, and knowing that you're on the right path and what you're doing is the right thing. If I'm 21, and I'm all over the place, and I feel like I'm on a way different wavelengths than my peers and not the best way so any advice very much appreciated love you guys I can't wait to see what you guys are
0: working on bye oh
1: that's all of them are so I think this is
0: becoming like my favorite part of the podcast I know it's like the advice um okay both of us took less traditional routes for our life Mm -hmm. um neither of us have college well I have a my AA but neither of us took the traditional college path and I think we've both gone through that period of looking at what your friends are doing and realizing that you're not in the same place and i think it can be really easy to be critical of yourself and be like especially for me like you know i graduated from high school six years ago so i i have friends who just finished their master's and Mm -hmm. i look at people and i'm like they finished their master's like what am i like think of what i could have done with all that time like i'm on a totally different path and you know like she said like maybe that's not a good thing But there's not one right way to do life. Mm -hmm. And there's not one path to happiness. And ultimately at the end of the day, we're all just working to try to like be happy and content with our lives. Mm -hmm. And for some people, that is college. For some people, that's a career. For some people, that's a family. Like Mm -hmm. I think a good representation is like my like three best friends from high school, it was like me, Corey, and Kenzie. Um, I am kind of doing like the the entrepreneurial route. Like I'm, you know, I have my channel, I have my business. I'm really, really hustling. Um, my friend Corey is working towards her master's. She's going to be – well, actually, she's working for towards her PhD. She's going to be – she's going to have her doctorate, and she's going to be, like, a licensed psychologist. And then Kenzie is having a baby in, like, five days. All yeah. three of us are on completely different paths, and all three of us could look at each other and be like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Like, I'm sure Corey looks at, you know, Kenzie and is like, oh, but and Corey's even said to me, like, oh – oh my gosh, I can't believe Kenzie's having a kid. Like, I just don't feel ready for that. Kenzie looks at me and thinks the same way. I look at Corey. Corey, like, it's it's so easy to compare yourself and we're all on these different paths. But what, what do you think? What's your advice? I
1: mean, obviously I agree. I think also a really important thing to emphasize is that college isn't always the answer and relationships aren't always the answer. Mm-hmm. Babies aren't always the answer. I think a lot of these things are kind of assumed upon us like even for me I was going to college but I was working 90 hours a week in professional theater and I literally got hired to light a show at my college and then was in intro to lighting and was supposed to write a paper like reviewing
0: the lighting of that show that you did professionally
1: yeah and so I was like I what do I say? like yeah. I like I do not like I'm not learning anything. I'm paying my own tuition, so I'm getting into debt. like there's no reason for me to pursue this yeah. when i'm I'm already way over my workload with like my actual work and I'm already yeah. doing what I want to do right like there's I think that college can be amazing and great if you know what you're doing or know what you want to be doing. But for people who are just going in and doing gen ed and aren't like actively exploring what they want to do next, I think it can put you in a lot of debt. I think that it can take up a lot of time where you could be, you know, Out, like, doing internships and, like, actually working in fields that, like, could potentially interest you. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I think comparing yourself to anyone ever is always a dangerous game to play. Especially because there's just not one way to be successful. Mm -hmm. Like, there are a million different metrics of success and you're never going to have them all. But I think, for me, the main thing, especially for this particular, like, question, is be working towards something. Mm -hmm. That something doesn't have to be a degree. It doesn't have to be marriage. It doesn't have to be... Um, like a house or savings or anything, work towards something. Maybe it's happiness. Maybe it's friendships. Maybe it's um, like anything in your life that you are working towards. I think that's how you can measure your own personal success.
1: And I think setting like little achievable goals for yourself is also very important. Yeah. You know, even if your goal is like, hey, I want to meditate twice a week yep. for the next month yep. like that is something you can do and yep. you can control I think you can't control like I want to be married in the next two years no.
0: <laughs> or you know and so I think- God has other plans like it's not always up to you if you're going to meet the right person at the right time yep. but I think just you know be focused on your own success know that they're probably comparing themselves to you in different ways too mm-hmm. and um, work towards whatever it is that's going to make you happy yeah all right um here is another one Hey,
1: Sierra. My problem I've been having lately is I have a fiancé who I love very much. We're getting married in February. But Congratulations. I've recently been wanting to get in contact with an ex from high school. Not anything romantic, just because we were close friends. I want contact again. But I don't want to hurt my fiancé's feelings.
0: So I need advice on what I should do. Thanks, Frank. That's a tough predicament. Mhm. I I've definitely had that. You know, I think regardless of if it's a romantic relationship or not when you have that closeness to someone it's hard to walk away. I think I have a couple of thoughts. You first, go first of all,
1: I think you need to talk to your fiance about it. Yes. I think it very much depends on the type of relationship you have. Mm-hmm. I think ideally you're not in a relationship that's like rooted in jealousy and but also I think that you have to really evaluate why you want to reach out to that person. I think like I'm very apt to be like talk to whoever and you know just like have open communication with your partner because yeah. like it shouldn't be an issue but also I don't have any reason to reach out to my exes because yeah. I'm fulfilled in my current relationship and I've like closed that chapter yeah. so I think you really need to evaluate why.
0: why. Yeah and if it is truly just you miss that closeness with that person. I think it starts with being open with your fiance because obviously at the end of the day um, that relationship is more important to you than the relationship with the Mm ex-boyfriend and you know we don't know your relationship history but talk to your fiance tell him and I think it helps saying why Mm -hmm. because I'm sure you know if if he came to you and was like I want to reach out to my ex your first thought would be like well do you still have feelings so I think coming at it from that angle of like hey you know I had such a close relationship with this person and I'd really like to reconnect just on a friendship level see what they're up to and I want to make sure that we are open and transparent about that like what what are your thoughts
1: yeah I think practicing empathy is the most important thing in the situation thinking about like your partner's feelings and also how you would feel if the situation was reversed Mm -hmm. personally I'm friends with a lot of people that I like casually dated um But that's, like, I'm friends with them because I work with them Mm -hmm. or because, like, we have to be around each other. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could ever be friends with someone just for the heck of it or someone that I had, like, a deep romantic relationship with.
0: See, I think I could. Yeah. But I think that's the difference in the relationships and evaluating your own relationship. Um, Also, I think it kind of depends on how that relationship ended. Yeah. Like, if you got closure and everything was good and and so you're wanting to reach out truly just for a friendship level versus, you know, maybe it didn't end best and you want to have that closure now, it's kind of different. So I think just figuring out why do you want to reach out to them and then being transparent. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, So here's our last one.
1: Hey, Sierra, my name is Victoria, and I was hoping to get advice on how you stay so motivated with YouTube. I recently started my own channel, and obviously it's not going the greatest right now because I'm just now starting out, but what did you do to stay dedicated and stay motivated to keep posting and getting to where you're at today? Thank you so much for your time. Bye.
0: Hi, Victoria. That was so sweet. Hi. (laughs) Um, So first thing, uh, starting a YouTube channel was the best thing I ever did. Not because it ended up being my career, but because it really shaped the person I am. And I would have that, that same change regardless of the success of my channel. And um, I think the first thing is, you know, being proud of yourself for taking that step of starting the channel. Everyone talks about wanting to start a YouTube channel. Not that many people actually do it. And not that many people actually stick with it. So first, like, congratulations on launching it and, like, You know I hope you stick with it because it's the greatest thing ever it's such a fun community in terms of motivation to stick with it when you're maybe not seeing that immediate success um we talk about a lot about finding your why um why do you want to make content is it to connect with other people um is it to send spread a message is it to have a creative outlet whatever that why is for you identify that and regardless of views that is going to drive you and I also think in, in
1: regards to having a small channel and yeah. not getting that many views, if you weren't making videos, zero people would be seeing that. Mm. Even if retweet. <laughs> like, even if you're getting a hundred views a video, that's a hundred people who are sitting and watching that content. Even if it's imagine, ten people. Like imagine sitting in a room with ten people listening to you talk about something. That is so many people. Yeah. Like, let alone a hundred people or a thousand people or whatever it may be. I think knowing that each view is actually a person is a really important perspective to have.
0: I think also from a practical standpoint, like, if we're just talking, like, how to stick to a schedule, how to be motivated on creating, um, first is creating content you really love Mm -hmm. because we've all had that feeling of when you have an idea and you just want to do it and you want to make it, like, when we had the podcast, I immediately was like, Here's the list of all the action items we need to make it happen. like find whatever you get that feeling of like it's the middle of the night and you want to get up and turn your camera on and film because you're so passionate. Like, And also I think
1: don't be super quick to hop on YouTube trends. mm. I think that's one way to not be passionate about the content you're making. I think that even like with your channel you started off doing like fashion beauty DIY lifestyle content
0: because that's what every girl did and that's what I thought I had to do
1: but like you're not passionate about any of those things no. and so it it, it shown through and so the first video that you ever did about like having a curvy body was the first one that ever blew up because people could see that that was something that you were passionate about and also people weren't making videos like that and yeah. it was a market that needed to be filled yeah. so Don't just go for something popular because you'll think that – or you think that you might get recommended off of people. Mm -hmm. Speak your truth and Mm -hmm. find your niche in your audience.
0: Yeah, and create a schedule. I'm all about schedules. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Organization is key. If you want to post every Monday, know that you need to film every video by Friday or Saturday so you can take that day to edit it and then, you know, just create that workflow for yourself. And it's easier to be motivated when you know exactly what your next step is. I think when you look at a big project like a YouTube channel – and you think, okay, how am I going to get a video that has, you know, a 1,000 views, that's not maybe the best way to stay motivated because if that video doesn't hit that benchmark, you're not going to be content. But if your goal is, I'm going to post a video every Monday and um, I'm going to do it about something I really care about, that is an easy thing to hit. Also, um, don't be, don't miss out on the benefits of having a small channel. Mm -hmm. I think I when I had a smaller channel I I felt the same way as you of like man I just want to get to that next step like I just want to get to that point. Um, There's a lot
1: less hate.
0: A lot less hate. Your videos are a lot less likely to go outside of your pool of people. Mm
1: -hmm. Also I feel like you can do more
0: niche videos. And you have the opportunity to experiment. Like sometimes I'll have video ideas that would be so far out of my content now that I'm a little bit like "Eh, I don't know if my audience would like that. When you have a small audience that's your chance to, if you're making sewing videos and you have an idea about BMX bikes, you can do that. Because totally. your audience isn't like, I came for this one thing and that's all I want. You can really, and and take advantage of that. like And also experiment with it. Mm-hmm.
1: See what your audience wants to watch. Yep. You know, yep. I feel like that's the time to really play with it and find out what your niche is and mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: And I think identifying exactly, Your ideal kind of person to watch your videos because like, you know, I could make a million slime videos and probably get more views, but is that the audience that I want? No. I, it took longer for me to get the audience that I have. It took a, a long time, but this is the audience I want.
1: I also think being open to having a bigger audience and being accepting of that. Very true. I think my favorite viewers of your channel are the women in their, like, 50s or 60s who approach us. Yes. Who have said that their entire lives they've just hated their bodies. Mm -hmm. They've covered up their bodies. And they've had this, like, revelation and this big change. And I think – obviously that's not our core audience women
0: in their 60s But how cool that they're hearing that message too you know like that's so awesome or also I, I hear a lot from men too like my mm-hmm. my audience is mostly women but I I've met you know guys in public who are like you know I felt really bad about my body and you've helped me with that and I'm like yeah maybe like my I- ideal viewer isn't that person but how freaking cool that like this is helping women in their 50s and guys in their teens too like yeah. be open to new audiences be open to new ideas be appreciative of the benefits that come with having a small channel and do what you love do what you're passionate about
1: i think that's a great place to wrap this episode
0: all right guys thank you so much for watching or listening if you want to be featured on the next podcast in our advice segment you can call 8778 sierra uh leave us a voicemail you can use your name or no name or fake name whatever you want i get a lot of questions about that and follow Skylar on Instagram at oh. p underscore. Is that right? Yeah. And follow Sierra at Schultzy everywhere. Thank you. Um, and we will see you guys next Monday with another episode. Bye. Oh, and rate us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Give oh, us five stars.
1: Please, please. Yeah, please. Okay, bye.